<laughs> Look at this thing of you fighting a bull here. Wow. I know. I love it. I'm going to just do... Here we go. Like I said, he don't kill me. <laughs> he won't. He's actually a really, really sweet guy. So sweet and funny. Sweet and, and funny. Okay. Right. Right. Yes. Told you. Told you we're doing it. We're doing it. All right. Right. Yes. <laughs> there we go. I'll put this in. I'm going to tag you in it, though. Perfect. And then we'll get it going. All right. Boom. Boom. And excellent. Good. All right. Now I can shut this off and focus. Kevin Samuels, what credentials? So seven or <coughs> seven canyons. Yeah, seven, seven <laughs> canyons. Um, I'm gonna shut that off too. Oh, that my computer keeps going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> seven canyons. <laughs> and that's what dyslexia <laughs> will do to you. <laughs> um, yes. No. Um, <laughs> Is he so like an Kevin, author? Is no, he a so, public figure? I can't. Um, public figure. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Kevin Samuels has been, he's an image consultant, and he talks a lot about um, a lot about the dating scene. Um, not like a pickup artist. Um, no, not, I, I wouldn't no. say that. I think, I think he's, he's very big in, in the community as far as with, hey, you're not, uh, I know it sounds mean, but he's like, hey, you're not as much of a catch as you think. Oh, and so like what it, honest. Yes, for men and women. I think he does it a lot with women because it's more popular. It's more odd that somebody would talk to somebody like that. Um, you know, I think that a lot of women aren't used to being told like, hey, you know, what are you bringing to the table? But you want somebody who makes $250,000 a year, um, has access to almost 100% of all women why would he want somebody who's 33, has three children, and makes $30,000 a year? You're not, you're not getting the equation that this man that makes 250 plus a year, who, you know, works his, you know, works his ass off, is very, very um, groomed, and has done everything, has access to women who are. In Basically, their, he's more high value. Yeah, is what so, I'm hearing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what he's, but what he's saying is. Why are you setting your standards so high and you're going to miss and then you're going to miss all these opportunities. So why aren't you going for the guy who makes, you know, $70,000 a year, um, you know, is more average looking or whatever. Like, like I, I feel like the honesty pill, like it's like an, it's like a hit to your, to your chest. Like in the, he's just telling people that are very unrealistic with their, dating situation i think does you know? he say like you can become a person of more value yes okay yes. so that's he, good because he coaches he coaches how to become a, a higher value person all right i get for it sure now. and and it, and i actually don't i would say he's not just talking about money too like he's talking about like the way you look the way you can present yourself um which i thought was pretty pretty like multi-dimensional cool. yeah not just socioeconomic yes yeah but but socioeconomics matter in the dating scene because of what we know with how men and women date across socioeconomic up socioeconomic uh, socioeconomic and down you know like men are more apt to you know date 
uh, over or down mm-hmm. and women usually it's either Same. over or up. Right. Yeah. So it's like if we know that information, it's like I think he's helping them kind of coach through like, hey, know where you are first to then go you're jumping five socioeconomic levels you're like hey i make 30,000 20 you know 250,000 dollars which only makes up for 2% of uh, 2% of men make, not many yeah. yeah no it's not many and it's only 20% if it's 100,000 and more six figures and more there's only 20% of american men like men in america who make really? that yeah yeah i didn't know that i thought it was way more that's Interesting. Yeah. And, okay. So yeah. I get it now. And he's not shaming or blaming. It doesn't. Oh no. Seem. There's some. There's some. <laughs> there's some, there's shame. some shame and blame. Okay. Which is why I think he's so divisive. But I don't think it's fair that if we bring him up because if you haven't seen it, because you'd be able to comment if you in in kind of uh, do better at being like, all right, this guy's being an asshole, or hey, this guy is like, okay, he's saying some things of value here that maybe that you see in your practice I as think well. it's definitely a value. I was just like, who is, okay. Yeah, now yeah. I kind of- well, I feel like, I mean, I'm, once again, I mean, if I, I should have uh, told you about him before. So then yeah. that way you could have been like, all right, this guy's a dick. Yeah, yeah. I could have, yeah. but whatever. It's okay. Yeah. We don't have to reference him as much um, at the but bottom. But the concept is But the concept still- is, is, is good. Um, so uh, let's do, we will do a welcome and we'll do all that cool okay all right sweet so um welcome welcome everyone to uh ben knows nothing i have um the great uh can i just call you this the 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 sex healer yeah is, is that like that's, that's my, a cool that's your tag that's your handle that's, yeah that's my tag it's like trademarked your thing is it really yeah oh, shit i gotta get i gotta get on that tm yes <laughs> yes <laughs> Um, so my name is Ben Duborg. I am your, um, I'm host. I'm, I'm Ben knows. I'm the Ben knows nothing. Watch when I turn, it hits the mic. Um, and then this is Amanda Perzuko. Hi. And, um, she is back again by popular demand. There was two people, um, that uh, were in the running and you won. So, Perfect. So, I hope that they get to show up again though. Oh, what, the other person? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, you ruined their life. No, I'm kidding. No, you did. Poor thing. You did fine. No, you. it just was the most engagement um, because of the things that I think that you talk about are not every day somebody gets to hear those types of things. Yeah, I guess you and I are blessed that we're able to hear those things. Yeah. It's not that odd for us. It really isn't. Well, it's super not odd for you. Well, That's, both. Yeah. I would say both. Yeah. Um, I enjoy talking about anything, but sex and relationships have always kind of like um, hit home to me. Yeah. yeah they, they really have. And I think it's just because I work with clientele as well. Uh, not not for that. But it's something that obviously comes up. And yeah. It, when you're working with humans in the body. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Of course, that comes up, I would imagine. And, and, and how many of them come to me for, hey, I want a revenge body. Really? Is that oh, a thing? I, I say it's a revenge body. They don't. They don't say that. But they're I not say conscious. That. They're not that conscious. That. They're like, I just broke up with so-and-so, you know, my ex. And, you know, I put on like 30 pounds and I just want him to be a little jealous. You okay. know, like it's like that type of stuff. And it, it happens. Revenge body. Revenge body. Yeah. I mean, and I, I totally get that. It's like, but it's health. You want to be more desirable, which we can get into that too, because yes. I did want to talk about that. Um, so first though, I, I mean, the, those who haven't watched the other episode, go watch the other episode, but um, just some of your credentials. Like introduce, you're, you're, you're introduce yourself again, credentials again. All right. Um, I'm an ASECT certified sex therapist. I'm a clinical sexologist. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I wrote a book, 
for young, cis, het females who are mostly in monogamous relationships. So basically, I talk about transforming problems into pleasure. That is, that sounds amazing. That sounds good to me. It's Shit. good. Shit. It's good. I will take that. <laughs> um, you know, so that's actually what what attracted me, you know, to you is because you have, you work with such, you, you work with this wide variety of people. Now for you, is it hard not to project your own? And this is one of the, it was actually one of like the other questions. Is it hard for you not to project what you would do in your relationship with some of them sometimes? I think that that's what we go to school for. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. Literally in the master's program for two or three years, you do sessions and they're on video and people mm. watch and critique you and tell you, hey, why would you say that? Is that about you? Is that, did you read that in a book? Why? So your first two years are on film. No shit. And so that they kind so of bad. get... um they're very nitpicky. Like, are you moving, tapping your foot? Are you distracting the person? Are you fiddle faddling with your hair? Really? All those things. In addition to, is that from your personal experience or did you read that in a textbook? Like all of that is brought up. No shit. Yeah. So I think that, yes, we all see things through our own lens. However, the whole point of the master's program is to reset your mind to not see as much from your own lens, but to taste try on what the client in front of you, what their life must be like. Like, put yeah. that on, put that hat on. Okay, if you're them, what are your needs? Yes. What strategies are they using? What ones would you suggest for them? That's huge. So, yeah, it's yeah huge. I think that's what school is for. Yeah, and then and then you can kind of come into your own at, at the end and kind of go with where you want to go, how you want to handle certain things. And then, of course, with your success, I mean, that also is a measurement too for that. Like, mm. how you handle things... And how people are like, she's great. She's awesome. I think it's because everyone is so different. So I'm not just giving only my opinion. Damn right. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, if I'm this human, what do I want? What are my goals? If I'm this person who's lived in this context, these are my value systems. Because everyone has a different set of values. It's true. And everyone grows up in different places. So they have different ideas of what relationships, love, pleasure ought to look like. Okay. Yeah. So... It's a very interesting thing um, to not always be in your own integrity and values because you're just matching and attuning to the person in front of you. Yeah, that's a hard that's a hard thing to do. I don't think it's for I don't think it's for everybody to, to be able to do that. Um, I don't it, think so either. It's not nat it, it a lot of people want to give their opinion exactly. or they want to speak. They don't want to listen. And I mm. think that's well, that's obviously a lot of things that we're into right now which which is what's going on everybody wants to talk and i was i was actually going to talk about this um but i'll i'll because you're here i had this feeling yesterday the day before and it was like everybody just wants to throw out something they're just throwing stuff out there now the me being myself i'm thinking i'm like it's okay that what somebody said isn't for you you're not for everybody and i know that might hurt like you're not everybody's cup of tea. What you think isn't valuable to somebody. And once you realize that, like, hey, what you think doesn't matter to somebody, but it might matter a hell of a lot to somebody. And that's okay. And we, we talked a little bit more about like sex last time. And we talked a lot about the porn industry, which I think was just mind blowing for so many sad young men. Oh. right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> 
She doesn't really like me. Um, so it's it's more about the dating and values matching. And I'm glad that you said that because now it kind of coaches into dating and values. It's a value system that needs to match a lot. Do you, yes. do you find that? Especially so values and future plans. Like do we have the same values and are we heading towards the same future goal? Because if we're not, well, that's not going to last very long. Mm. So are you going into a relationship for depth or are you going into it for long lasting? Because if you don't have the same values and if you don't have the same future goals and plans, it's probably not going to last. And yeah. if that matters, yeah. a lot of people would say that matters. It does. It, it extremely, it really, really does. Yeah. But it, values are a core piece of it, not just for raising children, but just how are you going to talk to one another? Okay. What are you going to talk about over dinner? If you have different values, it's going to become jangly conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard to navigate through. If and that get person's anything. not a cup, your cup of tea and you're dating them. Well, it's not even the same language. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and, and I say this to a lot of my friends cause you know, I've been in, I've, I've been in a relationship for a while and I feel like, you know, a lot of them have been married and they're at that stale. Some of them are at that stale point and well, they go, Oh, it's easy for you because blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like, Oh, you're not married. You're not this. And, and I'll be like, dude, like if you think that you don't have to constantly reinvent, you know, a little bit, you know, Hey, you know, and this is, this is mine. I, I'm like, yo, let's, let's go out to dinner. Let's go out to dinner. Let's eat some good food. Let's get a little drunk, call an Uber, make out an Uber, whatever, go home, you know, have a good time. Like that to me is a really good time, you know, but for some of them to even start that up, their languages and their values might be the same, but it's so hard when it starts to get stale. So they'll tell me all the time, oh, you don't understand. And then I have people who are dating and can't seem to find a, you know, they're dating a lot of the ghosting types, the fuck boys, those, uh. those types. And then I have the guys that are saying, oh, well, all she, she wants is uh, to go out and to do this. And like, so it's like, once again, the values and the they're language isn't aligning. there. It's not aligning. And would you just settle on someone who's not aligning? A lot of people do. Yeah. Because of this fear that I won't find anyone else. It's like, you're not going to find one other person. You find a hundred other people that are probably a match. Yeah. If you want to risk it. And a lot of people don't want to lead with courage. They yeah. rather just do what's familiar. Yeah. People would rather be unhappy than uncertain. So they trade their values and things that matter to their core. That plays that plays to the security thing we talked about. Mm. You know that when when the the last episode when we were talking, what do most women that come to you? What do you hear all the time? And it was safety. It was safety security. and security. And so, so not just for love, but also for pleasure. For pleasure. For, yeah. For for everything. Yeah. That that is huge. And I think that when we when we were kind of talking about that, why is dating life for for men and women so hard right now? Would you feel like that they're missing that men are missing the safety and security, or do you, or do you think that once again I'm leading again? When, when, when do you think that women are putting off what they really don't want? I think it's like a combination. Can it be both and? Yeah, it's no, like of course. I know it's, it's all. Both. It's yeah. it's both and it's 
more. It's there, um, like we talked about last time, there's influences from family, from media, from other sources that really don't have much to do yeah. with the relationship. Yeah, yeah. And so you're dragging it in. You're dragging the baggage in. We all have baggage, but you're bringing it into the bedroom and you're, yeah. you know, uh, erotic love temple. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. That's what I call the master bedroom. Yeah. Like erotic, the erotic, the erotic love temple. Love te- guys, get your erotic love temples it's in important. order. Important. It is. Like no dirty socks on the floor, you know, things like that. It has to look good. My bedroom definitely is for is an erotic love temple. It I matters. Mean, I don't have a TV in there. Y- you cannot have There's a TV. There's no TV. Well, unless you have to watch porn when no. you're doing love. Some people do. I don't think it's good to have a TV in the bedroom. Get I think the, so too. The computer with a projector, you could project it on the ceiling. God damn, you're bougie. This is good. You're like, get a, get, get, <laughs> like, you're like, you're like, get a projector, <laughs> let it drop down. <laughs> the seats need to come. Yes, up. exactly. Don't have a television. Yeah, though. yeah, no, no television. Um, uh, but so yeah, I think erotic that sex temple. Erotic sex temple, but a lot of people. <laughs> Um, don't think about things like pleasure. They don't think yeah. about things like their bedroom. They think mm. about, oh, like how much money do they make? Do they yeah. love their family? Yeah. yeah. Um, some people think about how good looking are they? Yeah. And, like their eye candy. And it's like, doesn't matter how good of eye candy they are if you have nothing in common. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what people are that hookup culture. And, um, you know, that's a tough it's a tough thing we're battle that people are battling. I think they always have been, but I think now more than ever, I've seen a lot of really aimless people, you know, kind of um, wandering. At least the conversations that I'm having, um, I, I imagine, you know, you probably have conversations like that way more than most people. Uh, but for me, I see the. I, I want to know if the expectation of men and the expectation of women make sure um, that you're hitting that. So then that way your value system could be the same. Do you think people are even thinking that? No. I don't think so at all. They're not. I don't, and that's I don't why think we're so. talking about it probably. Yeah. I, I I just don't think it's even a conversation before they go out on a date, before they go out on anything. Like I'm, um, I could speak for myself, very self-aware. Like I'm always like, like even coming here this morning, I'm like, okay, I have this things. I'm going to be very, very, I'm going to make plenty of eye contact with Amanda. I'm going to make sure that, you know, she knows that I'm in the room and I'm listening like that type of stuff. Like, and I'm very aware, like, Hey, be aware and be present. I think for a lot of young men, they're going out and they're like, yo bro, like this chick super hot, you know? And I, and I, and, and to be honest with the language is like, dude, I just want to bang her. Like they're like, yes. dude, I just want to bang this chick. Um, I'm not, but what he's telling her is, Oh yeah. You know, I love, you know, my God, I love, you know, this food and I love Mexican food and yeah, sure. I mean, you we could like go out. Chocolate? Yeah, I, I, yeah, like chocolate. I like chocolate too. Right. Yeah. It's just a lot of bonding. Yeah. Yeah. And then what she's doing is looking at, you know, his stuff and going, oh my God, he's very cute. Um, you know, he has a nice car. Car's nice. Um, oh, he's got a picture of dog. He's probably a dog person. Um, you know, oh my God, you know, he hangs out with his mom sometimes. Exactly. I was going to cool. be like, the next question his is, mom. do you like your parents? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of them, it's like, just make sure your values are in are in line. But right now, people risk a lot talking about their values. They do. They risk a lot. They like, risk a lot. And they risk more by not talking about it. Oh, no, I, I agree. <laughs> and they risk a lot. It's vulnerable to talk about your values yeah. soon. It's vulnerable to talk about anything that's mm. private yeah. or personal. 
because everyone wants to make a comment. Like everyone wants to say something and especially if they're judging you, they'll definitely want to say something. Oh, for sure. They'll definitely be, you know, oh, uh, oh, you have that. You do this. Oh, you voted for, you know, uh, Trump or you <gasps> voted for Biden or you or you or you're wait, you're Catholic. You're ca- like, I, I guess those things do matter. But it's like by not saying anything and feeling like you're going to risk to scare the person off. It's like, oh, OK, if you did, you did. But if you didn't, what happens if something really, truly doesn't match? I think it wouldn't because all you're doing is mm, being a shell. Like you're being a representative. If you're not sharing those things, what are you sharing? So what about the, what about, and I'm, I'm, you could tell me if this is somebody that you see a lot. What about the girl in her, in her early thirties that is kind of going along with a lot of dates? Like they're just, because they're, they just want, they're just, I need something, you know, all my friends have settled down. They all do this shit. You know, they're all doing whatever they want to do, you know, with their husbands and they're they're like, I just need a guy. I need a guy. You know, what what do you do for that with that type of um um I don't want to say desperation. But do you see that a lot? So at this point in my career, I don't see it as much. Okay, I actually good. it's interesting. I see a lot of the mm, I gave them two chances. They're not for me. Cut them off. You get the cut them off. I girl. see a yeah. lot of the cut off. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, I'm more high value. OK, so we can talk on this. This is huge. I guess I'm uh, so glad that this happened. Yeah, I think that what you're saying is something that's out there. It's not something I see that much. OK, so it's more about women that you're seeing that are going for high value men. Okay. High value men. So in, in what, what we mean to put in context of what high value men is, um, usually very, very good looking, a very, um, successful as far as, uh, making, making money in, in, in having that usually between the ranges of over, over six figures. That's usually, so it's like anything over a hundred thousand dollars plus, which mm-hmm. by the way, I do know this, it's only 20% of, of men in the U S make, over that and it's only two percent and above that make two hundred and fifty thousand dollars plus i believe i think it's two, i think it's two percent wow um but, because if, and if you think about it millionaires and billionaires they, they make up for one percent or less, less than one yeah. percent which is why most of them are always in those you know forbes magazine a zillion times you know because there's not a lot of new billionaires right you know? um, so yes we're going into um you know kind of you you telling you talking about that the women are cutting men off for not being as high value or or just hey this this guy wasn't for me and is it for those types of reasons it's for those types of reasons i also see it in same sex men couples okay like okay. i'll give them two or three dates and then if they're not making enough i'm really? out really what do you what do you say to that like what do you say like is it like oh I'm just like, okay, so I hear, what I'm hearing you say is that that person's not a match for you. Can you let me know what specifically is a no for you? What are the flags you're looking at? Okay. And if they say things like, um, he was cold, he was rude. Those are okay. Yeah. Reasonable. First date, you're not being warm. I get that. If it's something like, well, I didn't like the car he drove in. That's a different story. I'm yeah, like, really? Wow. So just the car. So 
what does a car say to you? Yeah. What does that represent? What have you been taught about men and their vehicle that that's where we judge them off of? Where yes. did you learn that message? Well, I mean, come on a minute. We know. It's like if he drives up in a Ferrari, you're gonna be, <laughs> you are going to be like, yeah, I'm probably going to do sex to this person. At least I would do sex to this Listen, person. Listen, I saw a person get out of a Ferrari recently. It was a other sex couple. So yeah. a guy and his girlfriend, she looked amazing. Yeah. He was like, Got out of the cars, fiddling with the keys. He's like shaking. And I'm like, I wonder if he's borrowing this car. It doesn't look like it's his. I don't think that's his car. And, and I mean, guys will go large lengths to do sex. We will go a large amount like of lying. rent. Oh my God. Well, well, we will go. Yes, we'll rent a Ferrari. Ask me if I've rented a Ferrari. Have you rented no, but a sports I, car? I, I never have. For a date. I've always used my charm and personality okay. to do sex which isn't is, which is okay but i've always drove a decent car but De i think that that shows car. your you value yourself yeah yeah i i like i take pride in my appearance i think that's pretty pretty evident you know obviously <laughs> just kidding oh my obviously. god Duh. no no um no I, I i but i totally get but guys would go large distances to have sex with a very pretty woman yes for sure definitely. and i mean that guy definitely rented that thing it didn't seem like it was his car oh it's Clearly. definitely not. it's like how do you shut this off literally <laughs> i was like he does not look like that's his car it looks like he's borrowing it rented it she's like oh my god what are you what are you doing <laughs> yeah. and he's like oh nothing literally just <laughs> yeah. like freaking out I, and i i get it though and i mean how many you know we're talking you know men do you see that are you know, not that handsome, making a lot of money with a, you know, very, very attractive dime type, you know, lady. I mean, a person with them. I mean, a lot. Yeah, there there's a documentary on dating. I can't remember what it's called right now. But in this documentary, it um, a bunch of women, they're shown pictures of men and they rate them on a one to 10 of what their looks are. And then when they give the women information about this is his car, oh, this is how shit. much he makes, those numbers change. All yeah. of a sudden, the person who was a four is a nine. See? The person who was a 10 because he was so hot, he makes 10 grand a year. Ooh. He lives with his parents. All of a sudden, he's a, a five. Oh, right? And so he, it matters. These things apparently matter um, in the dating world because in dating, we're looking for probably a future partner to nest with, to yeah. live with. And people want to be taken care of. They want to be imagining their life in the Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. S safety and security. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, it, and, and I get that. But what do you do? What do we say to a lot of these people that they're just, it's not, what do we say to people that it's not in their car? That it's just not in the cards. What do we do? What do you like, mean not in the cards? How do we tell somebody that we go, hey, I get what you're after, but do you want that person to be single and 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 not get to this obtainable goal of being with somebody? Why not the guy who makes eighty thousand a year and he's a manager at a at a at a at a reputable business? And he's very secure. He doesn't have any children or anything like that. Why not that guy who is still very attractive, makes, you know, a decent living, you know, takes care of his health? You know, why not that guy? 
Well, I think if people are working with me, they're gonna be okay with that guy. I love that. Yeah, they're that, gonna that's be because my Cause questions are gonna be like, "I'm that guy." <laughs> I just think, and that's reasonable. And I think yeah. that I would say something like, "That's a match. That's yeah, a great dude. person. They don't have any commitments in ways that would affect your future." This is a person who clearly cares about you, is confident in themselves. Like, I definitely think people working with me are going to find that guy. That that, that, that matters. Because mm-hmm. that's what was killing me is, like, I, I feel like a lot of... I, I, watching YouTube University, I've been doing a lot of YouTube stuff, and uh, it just it drags you in. I mean, you have a, a, a great YouTube... Uh, and, I hey, I watched four of your videos, new Aww. likes. I know you saw them. I know you saw them. Um, and I, and I learned a lot and it was really, it was really great to tell, you know, the, the polyamorous one, like, um, how do you, as like intro to like polyamorous, like, what is it, what is it, which was really cool. Um, and there was a couple other, couple other videos that I watched, but to see like that, that's just because you, you're, you work with a lot of people in very alternative type of places doesn't mean like, Hey, you still work with people who are dating with the same issues. And I, and I always hear that. Because I'm around very, I would say high-valued men. Like I'm around a lot of high-valued men, even high-valued women, like who make a lot of money as well. And what I've found is they are. They, they're they dating very good-looking women, generally speaking. You know, like, and, and that person is very, um, you know, attractive. And, you know, they drive really nice cars. They they take very good care of their health. They, they make, you know, over six figures, that type of stuff. And I, I, I just have been blown away you know by was this all this weird it's not weird to me right no like it doesn't but like when people are like oh no that's not why i'm with them it's like yes you are and that's okay like it's, why are it's you like they're being blind why, to it? why are why are you even going like no it's because weird right? aren't humans like that in ways though they are in like denial of certain things i know parts of me can be in denial yeah. about things i guess there's just like we can't hold all truths in our head at once. Yeah. So it's easier to be like, no, that's not, not why. I would never. me. I would never. <laughs> me. Me. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you're full of shit. Yeah, right. yeah, that's and okay. I don't we think, all are. But. I don't think that they're doing it on purpose to, I think that they're just, it shows that they're not self-aware. Right? Okay. And you're a self-aware person. I've worked on being a self-aware person and someone who's like, that's not the reason. Well, maybe you're not that self-aware yet. Yeah. I will have compassion that you think that's not the reason. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But then you'll lead them to go, hey, you know, have you really taken a better look at this? And I'll probably even go further than that. Sorry, y'all. So annoying. I'll be like, so have you considered how multi-generational trauma of your grandparents and your parents and how you've been communicated with your whole life is affecting how you view the world? What are you talking about? And I'm like, right, systemic implications of trauma that you're being in denial because for our grandparents, it wasn't safe to be totally vulnerable, totally truthful. They were living in an, a generation where it was about survival Okay. in many ways. Yeah. So we've been passed down communication skills that aren't the best. Okay. So we live in denial and la-la land at times, not because we want to lie but because we don't really see the whole system we don't see all the information unless we go look for that that's true yeah and also people 
you know, that don't want to see it would not admit, like, just like, I didn't, I didn't want to talk about that. You're, mm-hmm. I don't feel, you know, it's like, it's, it's too much. It's too much. They'll just much. be like, no, let's talk about something else. Yeah. I, I just like, as, as far as with this, it's like, just, just say it, just open. say it, just, just say it. Like, like I don't. But that's again, self-aware. Not that everyone needs to be self-aware. Some people, that's not their value. That's yeah. a value of mine and it's a value of yours, yeah. which is part of the reason why we get along. Like, yeah. We appreciate, um, taking a look at all the different yeah. angles yeah. and not everyone values that. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's something that I've learned and when I did come to terms with it, it was, it, it can kind of depress you a bit. It's a little like a bit of an existential crisis yeah. for a moment. And then it's like, well, yeah, is it, it's better to be blindly ignorant. Some people would say yes. Yeah. It, not for me. It's not in my value for, system. For me, yeah, it, it would, it, it gives me anxiety me if, I, if I didn't know. If I didn't know, it's like someone else would see that and I wasn't. Yeah. Like what I value, what I value in a, a woman, what I value in for me personally is like when I started talking about it, I, I definitely could see people judge judge you a little bit. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. She needs to be good looking, well kept, um, needs to make, you know. Did I would, you tell this to the partner you have now oh at the yeah. beginning? Oh yeah. Like you were you were yes. like, you need to be. Yes, yeah. Like I mean, not, not like that. But okay. I mean, she yeah. kind, of, she kind of, of gets like, oh, you like me when, you know, we go out to dinner and I look really, really good and you like, either picking out the dress that I'm wearing or the outfit or telling me that the top looks good or that this, like I like when she, when she looks desirable to other men, women, and my, I like desirable. that. Just she looks desirable to me too. It's important. And I also think a little jealousy is good too. Not jealousy. Um, um, like envy. Yeah. Yeah. Like where you're looking at like, like guys hit on her all the time. And I'm just, I, I'm like, cool. You're That's like, fine by me. Mine. I'm very comfortable, very comfortable in myself and with who I am. And I like that. I also like, um, you know, as far as the working, not working well, but w- with my family, you know what I mean? You need to be family oriented. Um, you need to have good communication skills and you got to have thick skin if you're going to be with me. It's true. Cause and I can, self-aware. And be very self-aware. And thick skin. Like thick those skin. are two. Yeah. 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 It's, it's hard. It's, I'm not an easy person to date for sure mm. because i am um on the on the go i've been better though i've been much i think i've been better i've been told i've been better uh by people who think i was not better before better at what um i'm, I'm like the listeners yeah, yeah, yeah. want to know okay. i want to know they want to know so i've been i've been much better at being present oh good being present and uh, my value systems have changed um that i went from before with this unrealistic expectation mm. uh, to make more and more money all the time, money, 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 to then now going what's valuable to me is time with family and time with friends. Mainly family, though, I found uh, that it is it is a complete reward system for me, being oh. able to spend time with you know, my mom, my sister, my brother, um, talking on the phone with them, seeing my nieces. I was going to say your yeah, nieces. She, she hugs me yesterday. She's like, I swear to God, I know she was on the podcast. She, she hugs me. She's like, this is the best day ever. Aww. She says, I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God, get this kid away from me. <laughs> um, so, so it's like, you need to have somebody that has that same value. And I've dated somebody who, who I thought had that value. And it and, turned out it was all talk. Oh my God. It was awful. It was the most spiteful, 
uh, treacherous. These things matter. Oh, no. It was so bad that I was like, uh, I didn't even recognize the signal. Like, I was like, wait, why are you're mad that we're going to go hang out with my family? Why would we hang out? Your family sucks. Why would we hang out with your family? Your family, like, they don't communicate the same way. They don't spend time together the same way. They don't do any of those things. They're not open. They're not open. Right. No, they actually, it was like they were really dysfunctional. And so for me, I was just like, what, why, like, why would we, you know, why would we be here? So to be able to recognize what you actually value in a partner is huge. And I mean, I'm, I'm one of those guys I like, looks good, communicates good with family, you know, and that's hard to find. That's very, that's That's a hard combination. I I found that it is extremely, extremely hard to find. And you just need to kind of um, talk a lot. Okay. Talk and a lot. Talk and talk and talk. And talk to, to like so much. I've never talked to somebody so much in my life. It's crazy. I think that's so interesting. Do you, and that's not what you thought you were leading. That's not with, what I thought I was really. going to have. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be like a trophy type, hmm. not trophy. I don't want to say that, but it. I, I thought it was going to be more closer to close, eye candy, closer to eye candy. not someone yeah. who met you intellectually and yeah. in communication and yeah. presence. Yeah. This is a question that's not written down, it's okay. but, um, as an entrepreneur, yeah, right. We're both entrepreneurs. Yeah, it's very hard to be present extremely. at times. It's extremely because <laughs> you're thinking about the podcast. You're thinking about the guest. What time are the mics going to work? Da da da. Yeah, right, like <laughs> and, the camera. Yeah, right. That's yeah. what, and that fills a lot of time. Yeah, for sure. And um, how did you work on being present? Because I think that that's a skill set a lot of people say that they want and don't have access to. It's something I've been working on for a decade and still don't have access to all the time. Yeah. Have you have you found that you were a control freak in, in the past? In many ways. Okay. I'm I think a- there's a control freak part of me. I yeah. think I have multiple parts. Yeah. But one is I don't want uncertainty. Yeah. So I'm going to be like, let me do Same. this. Okay. And Same. So how I- do you work on that? Because that is difficult for many partners. <laughs> yeah. So, so my control freak um, mentality stemmed from when I was a child, and I was I had abandonment issues. Mm. I've been homeless. Like I, my mother is very different than she is now, you know, and that's great. I love the relationship that we've had in with my father too. But ev- everything that has happened, I had to become a control freak because I couldn't let people in my universe because they were either going to hurt me, something was going to happen. I've been in very high stress situations. So for me, that's where it stems from. Mm-hmm. So what I realized was is that I'm not that person anymore. And it took year. It's like, it's like 10, 12 years. It know, takes, a, years, it yeah, takes years. a half a lifetime. Yeah, plenty, of, <laughs> plenty of talking to uh, a therapist. And a lot of though just self, um, you know, just with reading. Education was huge. So that's what I was thinking too. His, and I'm referencing the painting behind you because that's why I have that painting. Jordan Peterson's book, um, the 12 rules for life, life, the antidote for chaos changed. It changed my life in such a drastic way mm. because it made me, I was like, I'm a good person. I do this and I do this, but why am I always so focused on control? And why am I always so focused on this? When I read his book, there was a lot of things that I was doing, but then there was a couple of things that I w- was not. And I was lying to myself. Didn't mean to. Didn't mean to do it, but I was lying. And then once I realized that I was lying, I went, okay, you got to take a better, better look at yourself. And when I did it, I was in like a depression, a full on depression for like four months. And I think a lot of people who were around me will remember it because they were like, what's wrong with this dude? Mm. Like, oh my God. But 
So once I stopped, stopped lying to myself about a couple of different things that I was doing, um, one, one I would say would be just not being genuine with myself, like really being like, you, you like doing this. This is good. This is good. Keep, it's good. Keep doing it. And it was like, no, it's tearing you apart. It's, it's, it's screwing with your value system. It's, it's not in your integrity. It's not in my integrity. It's not what I want to do. And once I changed that up, it, it became, um, you got depressed first. Right, oh, so oh, just so just, you know, listeners, just, there is a crash. Yes. There's a, there's a massive crash. I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. It's like, a thing. Like, it gets dark. I would shower. And then when I would get out of the shower, cause the mirror's right there, I would face it the other mm. way. Cause I couldn't even look at myself. And I was just not in a good space. But what I found with building up those habits afterwards, um, after, you know, after kind of like, hey, letting go a little bit, being more honest with, you know, your your um, partner, your, your person that you're choosing to be in a relationship with, um, being more honest with your family. I was so much more honest with my uh, family. Wasn't even, I mean, it was just like, boom. And I, and I feel like it helped us grow. And then I also was very honest with my friendship circle and, and the people that I wanted around me. Your community. Yeah, was, was huge. But it took a lot of, um, it took like, what was that, three years, four years to build back um, something that I could better understand. And Were you dating someone through this? I was. And then we, it was like real, real close. I was dating the, the person, the person you're with, with now. The person I'm with now. It, and they, and she would even say the same that she was like, I thought we were going to definitely not be together. Wow. Anymore. So I was going to say that these types of moments help you find the person. But if you're blessed enough that you have them before, like you did, that's amazing. If they can grow with you through yeah. these things. I think though it's a dating skill set to be able to look at yourself with all that honesty. It was hard. It was really, really hard. I didn't. I didn't think that um, that was going to be possible. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I. You're like showing hope to all the people. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I, well, well. I, I was very upfront, and I, and I can't even imagine how that made her feel. You know, with me going, there's a good possibility that we are not going to be together because. I have these things that I hate about myself so much and I need to change them because they're not, they're not pretty. I don't like them and I need to change them. And it was like, I also want to focus on a, a podcast. I eventually want to do stand up comedy. I eventually want to do, um, you know, more with my business. I want to do more with people and just talking. I just really enjoy it. And I feel like I wanted the freedom to, if I made a connection, to make a connection with somebody and take that path. Mm. Um, and then I also felt like, like you're going to hold me back. And what I, and from so, being pretty, from being, well, from, <laughs> from being this, from being who you wanted from being to be, who I wanted to be. And I couldn't imagine how that felt, you know, and like now you put yourself into that position and then when they stick by you, it's like, you got to remember that man. Like, yes. like don't, don't cut off the one that was there the whole Please time. Please don't because yeah. we do that. Oh, Humans God. do that. I've done that. I've, I've watched lots of people do you, that. Yeah. And I've seen it where people stayed with you or I've been oh, the yeah. person who yeah. stayed with. And it's difficult when you're in the cocoon yeah. together yeah. in it's, the trenches. It's so and bad. to me, though, that's where you really vet out how long is this person going to last? Yeah. yeah. Cause it's goes from the dating lust, whatever to attachment. Yeah. To like, yeah. can we level up together? That the leveling up together. That's a, that's such a powerful thing to talk about. Cause I don't, 
that's the cutting off what you were talking about in the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So, so now you have these people that are like, I'm just going to cut them off. And it's like, wait, why? Why? Why would you cut that person off? Because I saw my grandma do that to my grandpa. It's like, they were in the depression. Like, don't. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. They were having a hard time eating. That was a different thing. Yeah. They were eating wood. You're talking about someone who's making over $250,000 that you're going to cut off because they're a match with money, but they're not a match with sex. I'm like, but you only gave them one chance. Yeah, yeah, you didn't give them a try. And they're like, no, no, I'm done, I'm done. Literally. What is wrong with you? One thing. So if it's not the finances, it's religion. If it's not religion, it's politics. If it's not that, it's sex, it's family, it's the future. Like just one thing will be the deal breaker. Yeah, yeah, that's so crazy to me. I'm like, everyone's gonna have a deal breaker. Do you realize that? Yeah. Everyone has the dark sides. Yeah, but talk about the deal breaker. Am I right? Like talk about, hey, you do this thing that I can't bring it. Stand. Yes, bring it like, to the conversation. Like, dude, like, dude, I, all right, this is so small, but it was driving me fucking nuts. So she was folding the clothes and I go- Your partner. Yes. Okay, and I'm I like, go, she. And I go, she's folding the clothes. I'm like, why? Dude, we hang our clothes. Why are you folding them first? You're doing two steps. And instead, like one day, I was sitting there. I'm like, I gotta say, I can't, I can't not say something. You didn't say something right away. So, so I I've been that. saying it kind of a little bit. Hey, uh, you know what? We 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 hang our clothes. Why are we folding these clothes? And so finally, I, I'm like, all right, here's the deal. <laughs> Please stop doing this. It, it 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 makes me crazy because it's like we hang our clothes. What are we doing? And she's like, you know what? Good point. I feel like we've been doing. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, what am I doing? You know, it's do like, you have an equivalent? Uh, I do. I have an equivalent. Of course, so we all it'd, do. Be, it'd be like, hey, every time you feed the cats, and the food, you know, you don't bring their the the next because we we have uh, we feed our cats bougie food. Um, <laughs> so you have to take it out, take it out of the freezer, let it unthaw, so you can give it to them because it's like it's, real, in the it's, it's like legit food. It's like, like the real ra- food, like real the raw, raw food. Yeah, oh my, I know, God. I know, <laughs> we're doing pretty well. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So so I don't do that sometimes, and it's like it's like Dick. The cats are hungry and their thing's frozen. Now we got to, you know, what are we doing here? So it's like, it's the Like you're not considerate of the cats. You're not considerate of the cats. And she is not being considerate of efficiency. So, so. And time. Just say, say something. So in 20 years. So in 20 years, you don't flip out and you're like, what the fuck? And you're like, I can't take you anymore. And you leave because of, you didn't do one thing. And it's like, uh, that was in, and I know I'm. Jordan Peterson's new book that he had, which was don't live in the fog. Like don't, mm. don't just sit there and just be like, Oh no, it's no big deal. Nah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I don't mind that he does that. He's fine. Or she does whatever. And it's just lying. Yeah. Again. You're just lying, small lies. And then over 20 years, then you wonder why they drowned him in a tub. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I I'm went full like, circle. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But these are the things of dating that matter. And these are the things of relationships that matter. Yes. Just you have to keep, it's an ongoing conversation. You don't stop dating just when you vet the person and they're good enough. It's yeah. like, no, because you're going to keep attuning yes. with them. Yeah. Yeah. That, what, how are you with the cat food now? Oh, I'm really good with it now. Look Super good with see? it. Yeah. You yeah. both grew. Nailed it. You both grew. Grew-ish. So yeah, it's like not about cutting cutting people off so soon. It's like I mean, hey, cutting people off is the same as settling to me. It's yeah. like they're both extremes. Neither is like balanced or harmonious. Yeah, and and do you think that's kind of attributed to like the ghost culture too? Like, hey, just psh, end it. End it's it. It's done. 
see, it's, it, it drives me nuts. Like, I don't understand that, like, type of mentality. I've always had an, like, if I have an issue with business, like, with an employee or with something, I'm like, hey, you're doing this thing. Just change it this way. Wait, and we'll you, see. do you ask consent for, so, like, I love this. We're about to yeah, have, like, Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, because I would say, hey, I'm noticing a thing. Yeah, do you have yes. time to talk? Yes, I'm not going to be like, yo, by the way, you know, just Okay, so you do. No, it, it, what I would do is go, hey, can I talk to you for a little bit? These are all dating skills, yes. everyone. Yeah, hey, okay, can, can I talk to can you, I, getting I, consent? Hey, can I just kind of uh, talk to you really quick? Let's sit down. I do the sit down thing. I do that. I'm, I'm. I'm, I do. Uh, do you have time? Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I do the. Hey, can can we talk for a same, little bit? It's Is like that the okay? same. It's yeah. like the anxiety goes up a bit, but yes. it, it brings attention. And to you the sit moment. on the couch, and you know, you're just looking forward. Yeah. Um, but no, these I, are really important life skills versus just cutting people off. Yes, and I and, and I've done this. I've done this in my business, and I've done this in relationships. I've done it with family problems. I was going to say family. Huge with family problems. And uh, I've even had, you know, it's like, don't, I'm not the guy that's always going to be the one like, hey, can he, I'm a lot of times being like, hey, can we talk? Somebody's saying, hey, can we talk? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even realize I was doing that. Like you're to you. receptive to yeah. receive it. Well, I mean. The, Versus de like um, defensive. Well, in the beginning, sometimes I can be and anybody can be. You're like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, you I'll have... fucking kill you. And <laughs> okay. then you're like, oh, uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. That was just my first response. Yeah. I don't know what that was. I love that part of me. Yeah. Let's, okay. I give Super it compassion. Primal. Super primal. <laughs> Super primal. I, I want to kill you. Oh, no. <laughs> no, because it's true. I do that. And I mean, I imagine yes. you probably do too. Um, but yeah. So easier when you're a therapist not to say, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Yeah. It's much easier. Yeah. But <laughs> when it's like a family, friend, partner, you're like, Yep. What you're insulting me? You're like I'm gonna cut you. Me? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then you do we come around? Of course, you, yeah. right away. Yeah. At yeah. this point in my life, right away, and it not, used to take forever. Not in a condescending way. No, like okay. in a okay. I'm here. I'm really. I'm gonna own that I was just a little crazy when I said I'm gonna cut you. I don't know what that was about. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just pet me, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm here. I'm engaged. That part's gone. I'm a mature, centered adult. That's, now, that's so funny. So, what did you want to tell me? Now, <laughs> present your case. Present your case. Yeah. Um. I. I. I love that. You know, because I. I. It is a valuable skill to do. And mm -hmm. before, in dysfunctional relationships, I noticed, which I was a part of, much of the dysfunction, there wasn't any of that. It was smashing, you know, doors and. And, you know, no. crying on doors, no, <laughs> pounding, you piece of shit, you know, all this right. other, and you're leaving. just like, you're, you're like leaving. I'm out. I would just leave. I'd be like, yeah. I'm going. <laughs> See, I was the, uh, yeah, I could do that too. Fight. But like a lot of fight. Like, I like to fight. I was the flight. I was I, like, I'm out of here. Oh my God, I love a good fight. And I apparently would trigger an abandonment wound in okay. people, right? Yes, I'd be like, yes. I'm out, leave, <laughs> and, and then, like, okay. ah. yeah. right. See, I'm the one, I'm like, let's go. I'm so ready for this. And then um, some people who are probably listening are the freeze people. Yeah. They just sit and don't do anything. Yeah, yeah. And that's a different, that's a whole different. Fight and flight are similar. Freeze is also a response, but it's different than the explosion of leaving or yeah. hitting things or screaming. Because it's like, it's none of those. It's nothing. It's like, you're doing nothing. Yeah. What do you mm. think? What do you think is like the most damaging one out of those? Freeze three? is the most complicated for me to sit with. Okay. Like I get why people do it. It's very powerful. Yeah. To just do nothing. Yeah. Shut down. Shut down. They yeah. just sit there, and you're like, "Hello, I'm yeah. talking to you." Hello. And there's nothing. They're just 
ghost, yeah. but there. Shit. See, I, I'm, I, I, that I would feel the worst about leaving or fighting with, like just the freeze. You don't know what to do with it. Well, because it's just like it would make you feel bad afterwards, mm-hmm. and then you'd get no communication done because mm-hmm. there's nothing, and then there's you still just a trauma response. Oh, a fight, flight, freeze. Like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. one's the most for me the most difficult. It's just like it's like. Huh. Do I'm something nothing, else. I have do- nothing to do. You're doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've 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 been in it's it's mainly those though. My mine is mainly fight. Okay. Like even, even That's your like go to. Yeah, I had somebody break into the house one time and this was a long time ago when I was a kid and there was no freeze or do nothing. It was run and I will kill you. And that was that wasn't the best response either. I'm not saying that was good. But Which that's what one I did. did you do? I went to go run and, and try to fight him. Oh, fight. Okay, yeah. not yeah. run away. No, run, run towards. towards. I was okay, like, I was you're like, gonna die. Yeah, 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 okay. Like, yeah. you're basically a gladiator. <laughs> I don't know about that. Basically, you're a like, very small, A little gladiator. Doesn't little, matter. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna definitely What do. happened? Um, he, had, he jumped uh, the fence uh, the first fence and then jumped the, jumped the next. Yeah, I tried to grab his foot. And then Gladiator. there was another time. <laughs> I can't legally talk about it. I'll tell you after the podcast. Okay. Um, yeah, that was a good time. Somebody broke into my buddy's house and we both were actually in the house. We, he just didn't know because uh, his girlfriend took the car. So he he broke into the bottom. We were in the top. Yeah. That sounds wild. That was extremely wild to go, what the hell's that noise? You go downstairs and we went in the basement and there's only one way up and we're at the top. So we went down and we're just like, what are you doing in here? And he was like, ah! I'm like, and he was like, he, the look on his face was just terror. And it was just, there's two of us. There's one of him. It did not go well. Wow. Not, not, not for him. And then we called the police. The police were called. All Great. that other stuff. That was in uh, New Britain. Great time. I love that relationships and hard hitting New Britain stories <laughs> yeah, are in the same, like same the same podcast. podcast. Yes. Um, yeah. So we have, um, a couple questions, a couple really good questions. Yeah. And um, I was really excited for this first one. Um, so this is all from Instagram, the gram. The gram. Um, uh, does a man's desire for power and control in the bedroom, i.e. sex, kidding, physical touch, um, his terms and his terms only correlate with the past negative experiences? Is it a correlation with other areas of dominance outside of the bedroom as well? I think that I see this a lot. If it's correlated with things outside the bedroom as well, I would start to consider if um, this sex or whatever in the bedroom is actually safe, sane, consensual. If he's a very high-powered man outside the bedroom and then he comes home and is submissive, that's much healthier. It's balance. Okay. But if he's a control freak outside the bedroom inside the bedroom with the children like then we're talking about something that could be a dysfunction, dysfunction. from childhood trauma trauma okay something that's happened in his past negative experiences like the question has said um because it says in his terms only okay is what the question yeah said. yeah only on his terms with sex what would that trauma what would that be what, um roughly? something like being out of control right maybe okay. um he was uh the victim of someone who's older than him sexually, sexually abused, abusing uh, him or emotional shame, denigration, humiliation. Okay. Uh, maybe he grew up in a place without love. And so it, just, it could be a few different things, but the fact that if the power and control need is everywhere, bedroom work, 
home, friends, food. That's too much. Like that's not balanced. That's not a balanced human. We all in our own work can access all parts. We could be switches. We could be submissive. We could be dominant. We all might lean a certain way naturally. Yeah. But if we want to work on new skill sets for everyone's pleasure, we learn new ways of being. But this is about the man's desire for power and control in the bedroom, his terms only, and elsewhere. So I'm seeing this question as someone who has a past negative experience. Experience with that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's tough. And, it's and, a tough situation. Yeah, it, it, in, in working through those coming from somebody, same. Um, and I, I kind of, I liked this question. I love it because it was me at one point mm, and yeah. I, and I do have past trauma and things like that, that right. you have to deal with and you have to, to work through. Um, and I feel like I was like that very much. And now you have access to choice. More. Yes. Yeah. And that's like the opposite of trauma to me. When you start to come into your own, you see choice. It's yeah. not just one way only. Well, His terms only. Exactly. I did the same thing. I'd be like, hey, I, I, the only way we're going to have sex is if I want to start it or do it. I, I had a really odd time accepting the control, the, right. the lack of control at that time. And I feel like, this question hit. I was like, wow. I was like, cause I totally get that. It's a great, I mean, it's what I see at least once a week in no my shit. office. This no would shit. be what I see a lot more than in, in, in men, in men for in, sure. In un, all genders, all more, gen- men, more men, all genders. Okay. Yeah. All. Yeah. There yeah. are women who are the exact same about power and control in the bedroom and do not initiate first at all. No Don't. Shit. No shit. And often it comes from some negative past experience where they felt out of control so they must be in control and these are things we can definitely talk and work through if they want is that for kinks as well i think there's no so according to the research according to the research that people have done on the kink population there isn't a correlation between negative past sexual abuse or any abuse and people who decide to be kinky not a correlation They haven't done as much research as I would like because funding for pleasure is not as big as funding for things like HIV, right? So they don't do a lot of these tests, but in the ones that they've done, they have proven no correlation. Okay. So yeah, that's huge. That's a a great question. Yeah, it's great. Um, um, How do you navigate when one's partner's goal is to finish, but the other is physical, physically unable to? Yeah, I think this is an interesting question, too, because we had talked a little bit about it before. And um, do we mean physically unable as in a disability? Do we mean physically unable as in there was a trauma to the genitals? Yeah, yeah. Um, Whether it be mental trauma, physical trauma, we don't know. But um, when one partner's goal is to finish... Someone's goal ought to only be, I guess, in my opinion, in partnered sex for themselves to finish. Mm -hmm. Saying that you, my other partner, must finish is, to me, I think it's, um, it's nice and considerate. However, it's crossing the line if one person cannot and you're saying you have to finish. The goal is to finish and it's like, that's crossing over to someone else saying, well, Ben, you have to finish. Well, how can the other person tell you that? Well, trust me. I mean, <clears throat> I, I would definitely finish probably sooner than <laughs> sooner than to expect. Is so it? no worries on my end. It, but that's but, like a thing, right? But, but yeah, I actually agree because I think 
because I went with the dis- like a disability, like something that has happened, and then you went with trauma, obviously, because you're yeah, Bias. that's where you would have went yeah. to, which is a huge, um, you know, that's awesome. Um, so I don't know. I feel like if that person is physically unable to do that, which is what it says, yeah, physically which it, unable, which to. is which is I I think then that person who is physically unable would get some pleasure, I imagine, trying to get the other person to finish. Because it'd be like that's the only option, you know, right? I mean, because if they can't, it depends. A lot of people don't think orgasm's the goal. A lot. Of, remember, we talked oh, yeah, last yes, time, that's true, that's true. and so many of these women I'm seeing. That's true. They want the, the intimacy. There, they want the intimacy, yeah. and they've never had an orgasm. How do I know if I had an orgasm? Yeah, yeah. So, like, shit. Their goal to me, if you're in partnered sex, to be connection. Connection pleasure the skin is an organ in itself yeah people can orgasm just from people breathing in their ear no shit they can oh man and so it's like a thing especially the ears the top of the head all these little erogenous zones so if the goal if one person's goal is only to finish to me you're missing a lot of the experience because the other person's physically unable to yeah yeah so i would say we need a little bit more on that one like, it's like, an intense could, type we, of thought, though. If we could get more details on that one. If we you know, get more details. You can yes, reach out to I'm pretty person. sure it came from, yeah, my Instagram. Yeah, your aunt, yeah. Um, so it would be nice to get more information on that. But I do think, you know, the intimacy is is, is huge, which actually kind of, once again, leads us into the next, <laughs> literally that. into the next question, Love which it. is crazy. Thank you. Um, do you think sex is better? Um, all around when you are, um, when there's genuine love, is sex better with emotional attachment? And I oh, man, I'm super, this is like real biased, not based in research necessarily. I think, of course, it's better that way, but I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Like, it's kind of biased, right? Yeah, I don't think, okay, so I don't, I think that this borders on the line of where I don't think that this is biased at all. I think I no no but here okay. but here's why I think the question is the in depth of course when somebody loves you it's it in my opinion is better the connection the emotion the endorphins uh, the synapses everything is firing um, when they truly care about you I don't even th- we don't even have to say love okay fuck the word love we don't have right, to say just love. emotional just connection. A, just a giant emotional connection bordering care you know or care. It just is. I, I would say better. yes. It's, I think it's. Way I think better. we're both biased, though. I, I maybe. I think uh, we both are, and that's okay. I just think that there are humans. I've met them. Yeah. I'm not this human, but I've yeah. met these humans who love the thrill of going to just a place like a dungeon and doing a play scene, and it's sexy, but it's all dopamine and adrenaline. There's no love. There's no oxytocin. There's I get none that. of that. Um, yeah. But there's a lot of like dopamine of like, this is a new person. Yeah, I, I get that because I've gotten a new person thing. but And that is not loving. Yet, yeah. Right. But, oh, no, there was no loving. There was no loving. There. But it's a different feeling. It in was. The body. So I, do I think it's better all around? No, I don't think it's better all around. But yeah. I think it's better it when there's no love for some people, not demisexuals, not all people, but some people. It's better because they feel safer. Yeah. Right. And they yeah. feel cared about, like you were saying, the synapses, et cetera. But some people like the rush of not being cared. Yeah. About. I, yeah. I like that's a flavor. Yeah. I, I, I get I get the um in my experience though, 
with having sex with people that I wasn't emotionally connected with, I totally get the dopamine. I get the looking at everything because they're they're new and they're hot and they're this and like I get that too yeah um and I can also but it's not all around better. I, I, yeah I don't think it's all around better I think it's different I've been in I've been like in love love like maybe like three times in my my life I think and that's right around where they say you you're kind of at your max for I, I, like, I've been in love with way too many people how many people how many people Oh man! Like love, like no, no. I'm saying love. love, love, love yeah, unfortunately. Love, love. All right, you're running out of fingers over there. Like seven? Seven? Too many. I think that's. But you're a loving person. I I'm get a loving that. person. I, I get My that. name means literally the name Amanda means she who must be loved. Really How annoying. Is that? <laughs> it's too on the nose. It's, it's like you have seven. It's like you're supposed to have three. Like, I've done. Shit. <laughs> I don't know about seven. Yeah, I I think there's people I've cared about. Like I've been involved sexually with people who I really do care about. Um, who I see like seven people like who I could have seen a whole life and like till death okay. future with. That's who okay. I'm talking Okay, like, seven. Uh, there's three. Okay. Of those for me, seven for you. I think that seven's a lot. For I think that's a, it. Feels like a lot. It feels like a lot, and I just do love. I yeah. just, I love. Dude, love. I say that all the time. Do love. I'm do like, love. I, I literally said that in my personal. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna go do love. Uh, and some people think that's weird. I don't care. I don't care. Love is um, so great. I love love. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that like the action isn't aggressive or like rough or anything. Yeah. I say do love. Do that's love. Just, that's, that, that's just love. do it. Yeah. yeah, but but with but with people. I think, in my opinion, um, with having the comparison of being having sex with somebody who I did not care about, the dopamine hit, the on the hood of a car type shit, you know, whatever, you right. know, the freaky shit, you know, I, we're talking about the things like you can do those with somebody, and when they care about you and love you, in my opinion, it's better. Yeah. So, so I have to say that it's better. Um, I but agree. Some people, but I it's agree. not for everybody. And it's not for everyone. Love ain't for everybody. I get that sounds that sounds terrible. <laughs> I, I guess like some at people. The end, really? At the end of this podcast, love isn't for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. some people are against love. Yeah, no, that's true too. Yeah, I've met a couple of those as well, and uh, not known. No, I've I've not known how to navigate through what they wanted because it was uh, it wasn't it's a value mismatch i'm like what is going on here you want me to do this this feels you know terrible to me <laughs> i felt awful for doing these things and to you're you. like Ugh. yeah I, I mean not Ugh, but i was just like I, really that's what you want okay cool i'll step on your face i guess <laughs> I, I don't you're like I don't is get it, it loving though? yeah it's not loving it's it, to me it just felt mean but if um, you love the person, they said stuff on my oh, face. God, yeah. Then it'd be like, here are my little toes. Oh, they my love God. your cheek oh. and your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I just love I everything. love it so much as I'm <laughs> stepping on your head. Oh, my God. I knew this was going to be a good day. <laughs> I knew today was going to be good. Always. Um. So. Uh, did we have an anal question? Oh, we did. Um, yes. <laughs> we have to end uh, the, with something. We have to end with the anal question. <laughs> and, the, and the anal question was. We went from love to anal. Love to anal. Guys. Get, get with it. Um, so, so it. What is that, what is that beeping? What is the beeping? I don't know if it's the camera. Let's see what the beeping is. Uh, <laughs> oh, is this one? Oh. Okay. It knew. I mean, I didn't know. We don't have to do the anal no, one. I just thought we had to. You said earlier we had we to. Need to do the thing. That's why I brought it up. This one died.
Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll do the anal one, then we'll do a plug. I think we have five <laughs> anal one in a plug. Five. Uh, <laughs> five anal. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Anal in a plug. See what I did there? <laughs> See? Um, um, yeah, so the other camera died. Was uh, it recording? It is, this one's recording. No, but like anal in a plug. Anal in a plug. That's why I said that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So we literally wrote, well, you have uh, plugs on the end, but we're talking about anal. Um, so, so the thing is with um, the last question is, <laughs> so if you wanted to do anal, Mm-hmm. And uh, which people want to do? Which people people do butt stuff, butt yes. stuff all the time. Uh, but you had Taco Bell the day um, of. Do you do butt stuff? Do you do anal that day? That is a legitimate question from it's a Instagram. Great question. That's a great question. I feel it's like it's a great the, question. Thank you people, for asking. Thank you. Thank and, you. And yeah. And going off of our last question, so I think this is why I love love so much. Yeah. It's like. With love, there's not a rush. There's no rush. So why are we going to do Taco Bell and anal the same day? (laughs) Why not wait 48 hours? Why not give a buffer? Because hopefully that person isn't just around for the weekend. Just that one night. That's true. If they were only around that one night, why did you plan Taco Bell? I'm sorry. Why? (laughs) However, let's pretend that they're around more than that. And we can give like a buffer. Yeah. Because like get prepped for anal. Prep for anal. Taco Bell, maybe not the best not, choice day of. No. And, 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 you know, they may, maybe they're chasing dopamine. Maybe they're chasing the risk. Yeah. Maybe they want that. And you know what I would say? I would say it's going to be, you know, really shitty situation. You know, it's going <laughs> to, it's going to be terrible. Don't, 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 maybe don't do it. Maybe don't do that. So your, so your professional opinion is to wait, is to wait. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking how many hours? I would definitely wait. A day, um, so a whole saying, day. Like a whole day. A whole 24 Okay, so hours. I, you know, wait a whole day. Um, You know, they'll probably be pretty Do clean. something else. Yeah, do something Instead. else. Mouth, mouth, mouth stuff or Anything, hand. like not Nothing, anal. nothing with the butt. No. Yeah, stay away from your butt. Do massages. Do something like <laughs> yeah. touch oriented. I don't know if relaxing them is going to be any better. It's going to lead to more, you know. Relax. It, there's going to be more. I th- but I'm thinking the next day. Oh, then, yeah, yeah. Right? If you oh, have yeah, like sure. a connection of massage instead of anal, then the next day you're about to do anal. Right? It's like a nice buildup. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice buildup. <laughs> it's a really nice buildup. And I feel like it, um, this is a weekend question. This is a Friday, Saturday, Sunday question. And don't get Taco Bell and on, Friday. <laughs> on Friday. Just wait. Yes. Wait till Monday. <laughs> wait, wait, you savage. You savage. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um, Nothing wrong with being a savage. I love. I'm a savage. Me I'm a total too. Savage. I total love the savage. movie savages. No, I'm a total savage. 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 But so we're not going to do. But no one's going to eat. Like, no one's going to do Taco Bell before anal night. Like, come on. Yeah. Taco Bell and butt stuff. There's not a whole lot of. Uh... There's not much like grace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's not a grace period. Correct. No, that's fair. And that's not the best, uh, you know, food, you know, in the world. Um, so do you have any plugs? <laughs> like anal plugs. Anal plugs? Yeah. I mean, not with me. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. But yes. Um, what like YouTube? Yeah. Like, so as far as for your YouTube, oh, where yeah. can they find so you? So of course, come find me, the Sex Healer, on YouTube, on Instagram. It's just my name because my Sex Healer page got banned for saying sex too much. Oh no, you wouldn't want that. So yeah, Amanda Pashuko, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And, um, of course, I hope they're following Ben Knows Nothing already because all my information will be there in the description. Awesome. Thank you so much. Seriously, thank you for being here. It was a really great time. Thank you so much for having me again. Again. Awesome. We're out.
Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, I do now. Okay.